The following program is produced by Rosado Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad you tuned into our show today. We're having a good time talking about real estate and real estate for investors. All day long, people have been stopping by my office today from different areas of real estate, all with the same common goal, moving on to the next deal. Everybody wants a new deal. Real estate is hot right now. Of course, it's been hot for a long time. When you think about it, even with the little mortgage meltdown we had oh, four, five, six years ago, it's amazing how quickly things bounce back again. It's like we're having another big, shall I say it, a bubble of some sort. Lou Carr is with us in the studio. Lou is with Summit Funding. Lou, you've been in the business a long time. Is it maybe like a little bubble we're looking at? Uh, well, I have been in the business a long time. Thanks for pointing that <laughs> out. Uh, you know, I, the, the the bubble word has come up, uh, you know, quite a bit in the last, I'd say, six to twelve months or so. Um, mm. But yet, the economic people say that it's not a bubble. Mm. But you know, it's it, you can't you can't uh, you can't say it doesn't have a little bit of that feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just hope that we have a lot more, a lot stronger fundamentals now, and maybe we won't go the same path we went before. Lou Carr is the branch manager at Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada, and he is in charge of making sure that people can get the best loan and the right loan for the transaction that they're looking to consummate with a seller or a buyer. And Lou, you do business not only in Nevada, but you also do a fair amount of business in California. Yeah, I sure do. I actually grew up in California, and I'm licensed there and um, do a little bit of business, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. You know, we all talk about the people that are moving to Nevada and from California, but there are still people that are moving into California. It is a beautiful state. I mean, it's just amazing. It really is, and and I hope they're they're strengthening their economy too. I think it, it sounds like it's getting better. I have a lot of family down there, mm-hmm. and they're optimistic. A lot of opportunities for anybody who's uh, smart and getting good information on what's happening as an investor or investment real estate because the opportunities are there, especially when things are changing, and they are right now. The market is coming back, but it's still a ways off from where it had been peaked. I think it was back in 2005 when we had our peak. We have an expert in the studio that can help us with some information, a lot of information about real estate. His name is John Von Noldy, and he is with Carter Greer Associates. Welcome to the show, John. Thanks for having me. So you are with Remax Professionals. Tell us about the office and who's the broker there. Uh, we have Corey Carter and Susan Gear that are our brokers over there. Yeah. Um, we have the most magnificent location. We have what I call the penthouse over at the Bank of America building on uh, Virginia Street, right across from Meadowood Way. Oh, yes. Very nice. Yeah. Every office is a window office. You feel like you're an executive over there. It's fantastic. It's really convenient, too, because it's right near the Meadowood Mall, and uh, yeah. you know that's a great cross-section of traffic that comes through there. I was in that building just recently, in fact, and visiting somebody, and I was amazed. You had, you absolutely do have beautiful offices. Yeah. Um, so good people there. The Remax name, very well known. I love the balloon, by the way. I do love the balloon. Is the balloon coming back? Yeah, the it's balloon? coming back. Oh, nice. Yep. 
You know, the balloon gets you a lot of places. In fact, that's why you're here today. We're, yeah. book, we're booking our, our rides, Lou, right? That's correct. <laughs> you know, I live, I live right across the street from Rancho San Rafael really? Park. Yeah, yeah. So so that day you walked to work. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah so, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your experience as a realtor. You've been doing this for a while. Yeah, I've been uh, an investor uh, and a uh, salesman for going on about 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, whether I was representing somebody else or just buying stuff on my own or selling stuff on my own as a flipper mm-hmm. or as a, uh, a landlord, I've been involved in this in this game for, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, it interested me that the first topic that you guys were talking about was this bubble. Yeah. And that, that is such a great um, a great thing to talk about, and I can kind of you know summarize it, I think, from my perspective, a little different than the rest of you, is that this market correction that we call it, because it's not quite as offensive as, as the word bubble, I think is being tamed right now by our appraisers that we did have some rampant appreciation going on here in the last year or so, but the reins are certainly being pulled back by appraisers who are getting guidelines that, hey, you guys just can't put a rubber stamp on anything. Mm-hmm. And I do think that that's going to help stabilize these prices. And I think we are seeing it. We are seeing it, that we're getting stabilization now and not this runaway uh, price increases. My name is Peter Padilla. I'm your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio, talking with experts in the business of real estate real estate for investors. Lou Carr is with us. He's the branch manager of Summit Funding. And John Von Nolde, he's a realtor at Carter Greer & Associates. It's a REMAX professional's office here in northern Nevada. You know, talking about that bubble, John and Lou, when people talk to me about it, I, I, I know what they're thinking. They're thinking, well, the prices are going up fast. That's about the only similarity, I think, from this bubble to the bubble that happened in 2005. Because back then, remember, it was easy to get a loan. You could fog a mirror and get a loan, right, Lou? Uh, it was definitely a lot easier. I, you know, the the old I don't know if the old fog a mirror would have worked, <laughs> but uh, but but it sure seemed that way at one point. But you know, I think John makes a good point, and and you know, one of the reasons also I believe that that it feels like you know prices have been appreciating very quickly mm-hmm. is because of the the point where values had been beaten down to. I mean, we came from a pretty low point to mm-hmm. begin with. So it probably feels a little bit worse. Or not worse, but I, I mean, it's very good. The values are going up, but it feels, it has that little bit of a, uh, what did you call it? Market correction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, values going up. Mm-hmm. But John has a good point. I mean, you know, appraisers can only do so much when there's a new transaction happening. And let's face it, one of the problems when values are going up is a prospective buyer may have to make an offer that's a little above what the rate what the market bears in any particular area mm-hmm. and so you know if you're competing against a couple of other buyers mm-hmm. you have to offer a little bit more the seller accepts that but then the appraiser has to come in if you're getting institutional financing from a company like mine the appraiser has to come in and substantiate that value for the lender, for my company, and they do have a lot of guidelines, and and we are seeing appraisals that aren't coming up to purchase prices, mm-hmm. and then depending on the dynamics of the transaction, you know, you are basically in a renegotiation mode, and mm-hmm. and so you know, I I agree with John to a certain extent. That's absolutely uh, keeping some some cap on what's going on. You know, you're right, yeah. but as a seller, 
um, what a wonderful time to sell and have these problems. Yeah. I just think that as a seller, though, um, what you're looking at is you're categorizing your offers, where a cash offer would be the one that you would prefer. Maybe somebody with 20% down would be your second choice. And then you would be looking at the offers that were government loans, lower downs, assisted loans, that kind of thing. So it's interesting that, that sellers now have this intellect where they know what these offers are. And they're not just looking at them from a price perspective, but also what is this? Yeah. You know, is this going to be an easy one to close? Will it close at all? Yeah. Well, in those cash buyers, they have, they, maybe they don't require an appraisal, but they like discounts when they're paying cash. And I think it's very important to have a great experienced realtor to help you sift through that. Because let's face it, most transactions are not with experienced buyers and sellers. Right. For the most part, they're, you know, they're, they're doing this transaction maybe a few times in their life. So that's where they really need somebody like you, John, to help them you know, uh, determine what, what offer is best for their scenario. They need somebody very similar to me. Yes. Maybe yes. even me. Yeah. It could be you. In could, fact. could even be me. Could Excellent be point. Thank you. Well, you know, and again, none of this was happening during this uh, the growth, the peak of the market in 2005. Nobody was talking about the things that we're talking about today. No. So again, that's very dissimilar from this similarity, if it will be. There's just one thing that they have in common. It's that the prices are going up. But I got to tell you guys both. I was talking with my financial advisor recently, and we were talking about the stock market and the price of oil and price of gold and so forth. And we look back five years, for instance, and we were looking at gold, and we noticed that gold is right now running at about where it was five years ago. Hmm. Not, at, not at its high. Its high was almost $1,900, and right now it's running about $1,200. And so he said to me, if you're thinking about buying gold, you would actually be buying now at the lowest price in five years. Now, if you looked at it over the course of the last three months, you would have been better off to buy 90 days ago. Right. But the fact is that if you look at the chart from a broad view, 10 years, 20 years, that line is going up. It's going in the same direction. You look at the stock market, it's going in the same direction. Home prices, same thing. They're going in the same direction. That means that at some point, they exceed their previous high. Correct. So how far are we from our previous high to, let's say, 2005? I believe the price then... Lou and John, wasn't it around 350000 Well, the main I, price? I know some of this, Yeah, coincidentally. Tell me. <laughs> um, we just discussed this in, in a meeting that we had recently. Uh -huh. Let's just go back about five years ago, maybe okay. even to this month okay. or last month. We were at about 303 to about 305 as our average price. Okay, We sit somewhere now about 270 mm -hmm. Well, that's our median home price. So we're not there yet, but we're close. Because we were down in the numbers that began with ones. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I know. Numbers that begin with one, Alex. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That we don't want that to be our median home price. No, of course not. No. But what about the people that jumped in when they were that price? Man, like geniuses they're thinking they are today. And I've done both. I bought at the high side of the market, and yeah. I bought at the low side of the market. And I like your chart that nobody can see where everything is going up mm -hmm. because it doesn't really matter when I buy and how much I pay. They are still going up. If you hold it long enough, I it, mean, it's just one of those things. I well, mean, being a young guy like me, you know, I'll make a fortune eventually. Yeah, what's it like to be a millennial? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the same thing as my diet. If I lose a pound a year for the next 50 years, oh, I'll you're be right a fantastic on, You're champion. right on track. I I'm absolutely see, on track. I see the success already. Take it off me. slow, it stays off. Enjoy. Go, Peter, go you made a good 
good point, uh, you know, about, about the price of gold. If you look back 50 years, I believe the same is true right now with homes, mm-hmm. that if you took a 50-year time frame and you looked at the price appreciation, I believe you would be in, in roughly a 4% price appreciation range mm-hmm. over that period and, and coinciding right now. Yeah. And that's about the range we've been on for the last, I don't know, year or so. So we're kind of really? on that timeline. More conversation with our in-studio guests, Lou Carr from Summit Funding and John Von Noldy. He's with Remax Professionals. And I'm Peter Padilla. We'll be back after this message. This is Emily Wyrick from Dreams Realty. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he talks about important real estate issues with experts in the industry. Peter Padilla is the best radio host I know. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. This is Stan Crow from Boise, Idaho. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he's a great host. Peter Padilla is your real estate expert, and I urge you to pay attention to what he says. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm having a good time talking with my friends and guests in the studio. Lou Carr from Summit Funding is with us. Lou's the branch manager there. And how's, how are you doing today, Lou? I'm doing fantastic, Peter. Uh, we're, we're keeping busy these days, and there seems to be a lot of activity. And, uh, you know, the spring uh, moving into the summer, uh, I feel it's going to be a really good year this year for real estate. And, you know, people are thinking buying real estate, big price, a lot of money. Do you really want to tie up your money on a big purchase like two hundred, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar $400,000 home? When realistically, you can borrow most of it if you qualify, right? That's correct, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, still we're doing loans with uh, some down payment assistance programs for primary residents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the loan itself may call for 3 or 35 or 5% down, uh, but you can find that down payment from, from some uh, uh, local sources, bond loans, Nevada rural housing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of very creative ways to, to purchase a home. And then on the investment side, um, you know, we do require 15% down for institutional financing to buy investment property. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, th- if you really look closely at those numbers and the rates you're getting today, it's really quite, quite attractive. Yeah, I would imagine one of the challenges, the biggest challenge, obviously, is finding the right property. But when you're ready to go, when you get somebody pre-approved, you're ready to close a deal relatively quickly, right? About how long does it take? Absolutely, yeah. Ballpark about 30 days. Mm -hmm. We can do it a little bit quicker if everything goes smoothly. 
Um, but if there are bumps along the road, you know, it might take 35 or 40 days. It really all depends on the property condition uh, and everybody moving at a, at a pretty, you know, a pretty solid pace. I think the biggest area right now where we're having some difficulty time-wise is with the appraisers mm-hmm. because they are very busy. Yep. Uh, they're, they're taking a little bit longer. They're usually about seven to ten days, business days right now to get an appraisal turned around. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I was going to have an appraiser on our radio show not too long ago, but I realized how busy they are. I didn't want to hold anybody's <laughs> deal from right. closing. Yeah, that's so I, right. yeah, we can come back when things slow down a little bit, but you're, they haven't come back. You're knocking down their numbers. <laughs> I know, my, exactly. Mine, too. We've got to close. That's the way everything stays moving is by finding creative right. ways to close deals efficiently, smoothly, without a lot of the hassle that used to take place. I remember there was a time when there were so many newbies in the business, Lou, in the loan business, for instance. I was one of them a long, long time ago. And, you know, the, there was so much business, it was hard to do a good job for anybody. Now you have to with the guidelines being the way they are. Absolutely. I do recall times when when you would chat with somebody in the business and find out they had a full-time 40-hour-per-week job, Mm -hmm. and yet they were either a lender or a realtor or not really appraisers, but but it it was very unique back in that time, yeah. Yeah. But nowadays, the guidelines change, you know, fairly often, Um, and I think we've talked about it here on the show a couple times. If if you're not doing, you know, a certain number of deals (coughs) every month, it's hard to keep up. It's hard to know all the intricacies of the business. Yeah, it's like uh, you're, uh, if you don't have any oxygen ro- flowing through your body of business, I mean, it, it can die because that's what keeps the business growing is that next deal because every deal has its new complexities and learning and requirements. Let's close this thing. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I've got a deal right now going on in, uh, in Unionville that has some uh, – has some property characteristics that are causing us some real problems. And yeah. so you just find things that come out of the blue. You had sure. no idea they were there. And, and, you know, there are hurdles you have to get over. The more experience you have, the more creative and open-minded you are in trying to solve those problems is going to help you get transactions closed. Yeah, and, and investment real estate is no different than residential. That requires all of the inspections. If there's a well, you've got water inspections, flow inspections, uh, maybe septic inspections, sewer inspections, and any one of those things can create a kink because the bank is trying and doing everything it can to protect the buyer to make sure that whatever they buy, it's been looked over up and down in every way sideways because right. nobody wants to go back to those old days of a right. mortgage meltdown. No right. more. Right, and the appraisers have more to do too. They're doing rental surveys and operating income statements, mm-hmm. and there's more to an appraisal on an investment property as well. So you've got to be smarter nowadays, I think, to be a, a good investor because you've got all these things you have to at least be aware of, but in most cases, be active in. And making sure right. the things get done and understanding what's going, what's taking place. Well, and there's there we get back to that that the old adage of you know rely on a pro, on a professional, mm-hmm. find somebody that you can trust, mm-hmm. and that's where you need to have those those you know you need them on your side so that when you ask them the tough questions, they know the answer. If they don't, they can find the answer for you. Finding the answer is almost as good as having the answer. That is correct. Come in. <laughs> well, it's so, very good. So you introduced me to John Von Noldy, and it's because you've done business with his company, Remax Carter Greer, 
and associates. Tell us about your impression about their company. Um, and actually, uh, I know Corey and Susan, uh, and I've known them for quite some time. They're, they are, uh, in this business, they are as good as it gets. They're both very sincere, very knowledgeable. Uh, they're down to earth. They care about their employees. Uh, you and I, I attend a lot of local functions here, and I run across a lot of the agents. And you, I don't think you can run across any of the folks that work in their office that have any negatives to say about them. I, I've appreciated my relationship with them over the years. They've always been there to help me if I need it. If I've got a tough transaction, uh, they're just great folks. That's uh, the Carter Gear Group, Carter Correct. Gear and Associates. Yeah. I, you know, I love their logo, too, because yeah. Susan looks like she's just digging it. Just right having there. a fun yeah, time, She's huh? sitting there on the logo, <laughs> sitting down. Of course, uh, well, we always do it. She's standing up. Uh, I don't know what he's doing there. We he's, dig Susan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <I> <laughs> oh, she's great. Yeah, I'm sure. It's just an awesome, awesome company. I know a lot of people that work there, and um, I'm really impressed with the fact that that group has gotten together. But i got to be honest, uh, it wasn't too long ago that I met John. So, John, you've been with these guys for a while, right? I've been with them for a while since they were picking out wallpaper and tile there at the new building. Yeah, it's a beautiful building. And um, mm-hmm. I was pretty much on the uh, investment side of things at that point, and we had a nice sit-down and decided that maybe in addition to doing my investing and flipping and that kind of stuff that I would come on there and handle all their uh, – investment clients so very nice that's very what nice. we're doing well you're perfect for our show because a lot of people that listen to our show they're either just about to get started as being investors or you know they've been in for a while and they just want us to take it to the next level sure so maybe you can help us uh on some advice or guidance for the people that are just thinking this is the time to go they've seen all the late night television the infomercial guys their friends or neighbors maybe have bought a house or two they have rental property now they're ready to step in what would you say to them what kind of guidance well, there's really, you know, three different types of investors. You've got uh, the type that has the financial wherewithal to go down to the courthouse steps and get in a bidding war with somebody like you see on TV, mm-hmm. paying mm-hmm. cash for a house, and then either restoring it and turning it into a rental or flipping it. Sounds like you're talking about a millionaire. Well, it's, you know, you, you could be a thousandaire. <laughs> <laughs> you could, you, you could, if the property was cheap enough. But long that, as you think, long as you think like a millionaire. That's it, or dress like one. Uh, yeah, like that. Um, but then you've got the other guy, and that other guy might be somebody. Let's just say that would fall into my category. That might want to buy something and put twenty five percent down and have a payment mm-hmm. and hope that it covers that payment with the rents. And that maybe if the work needs to be done, maybe you can do some of it yourself because you're pretty handy with a paintbrush. Or maybe you don't mind uh, doing weeding on, a, on an afternoon and making your place look good. And that's the kind of investor I think that I'm dealing with right now. And this other unusual phenomenon that I'm dealing with right now that makes perfect sense is I'm getting people from the outlying counties, what we used to call the cow counties when I was younger, mm-hmm. who were buying properties near UNR to put their kids in. Mm-hmm. And what they're finding, I mean, these are smart guys. They're buying the property, getting the write-off, getting the appreciation, and then selling it when the kid is done with college. And in some cases, if that property appreciates, they can pay off their kid's student loan with the appreciation. Mm. You figure if a kid's in school for five years and that property is appreciating about 3% a year, and I would say that we're probably somewhere between 3 and 5% a year mm-hmm. of appreciation right now, that that guy has four or five years. If the kid's a dummy, right, like mine, they're probably going to be in there for five years. And then you're going to sell that house. You're going to make a nice, tidy profit. It was better than getting junior an apartment. So that is the kind of thing that I fell into. Um, I did one Facebook post 
Anybody living in Fallon, Yarrington, whatever, needs to buy a house for your kid, don't pay rent. And that is how I started this thing. And wow. now they all tell each other. Mm-hmm. When Billy goes to UNR, then he tells his buddy, and then all these dads are calling me. Yeah. And a lot of them knew me. I went to UNR. Yeah. So I, I know the area, and I live by there. So who better to talk to about that area than me? So it's worked out really great in that little investment thing. I was listening to a motivational tape in my car earlier today. Yes, I do listen to tape in my car. Okay. And this motivational tape was talking about how you become successful, basically. And the the speaker was talking about how you have to have a vision of five years to ten years down the road. Mm-hmm. And then focus intensely on what you're doing today to get there. And before long, you are there and you're planning your next stage. Right. So if somebody wants to do that, buy a piece of property for their kid who's going to go to college, I mean, how far back should they have been planning a move like that? Well, you know, they do have suggestions from financial planners to start planning the day your kid is born right? for that event. So if you were a smart parent, and even if you only put two grand a year, mm-hmm. well, you, we got a nice little nest egg there mm-hmm. at the end of 18 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really not very much money. And most kids can also get financial aid, so you're able to take that money and invest it in this housing situation. And I don't know if, well, of course, both of you probably know this, but UNR is expanding what they're calling the UNR district now, and it's going to go almost all the way to Circus Circus. Mm -hmm. And the reason they're doing that is there is an extreme shortage of housing. And I went to UNR in the 70s, and there was a shortage of housing. And it hasn't gotten much better. So a lot of this expansion is to add more housing, what would be better than to buy housing near UNR where there's a shortage? Yeah, no kidding. There you no go. No kidding. That's a no-brainer is what it is. Well, you don't have to be very smart to do this. I'm not. You have to plan, though. Well, you got to plan. Because first, you've got to own your own home because yeah. most people don't buy investment property before they own home. So, Lou, they got to buy their primary residence, and they should have a primary residence, so mid, like eight, ten years before their kid graduates high school and ready to go to college. Well, I don't think there's any particular number of years. Um, I mean, I think that – We've talked about this also is you buy a home and you make the payments for 30 years or if you escalate the payments and, and you know, pay it off, pay, add a little more to your monthly payment, pay it off in 15 years. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, you have a property free and clear. You can't keep tapping into the equity and taking that and spending it on vacations and toys and all that. If you if you work it correctly, yes, you can. You know, you buy that primary residence. Mm-hmm. There's no time period. Mm-hmm. You can hold it for a year or two. I'm seeing some people that want to buy investment property a couple of years after, and you know, and some of them do tap into the equity out of their primary residence for the down payment, or as we've talked about, maybe you're now married and your family's expanding. Now you leave that property, you buy a new primary residence with better terms, a little mm-hmm. bigger home with a small down payment, and then you rent out the property you were previously occupying. Now, if I can piggyback off that, you just mentioned something that just hit a chord with me, that I read an article recently about millennials. We were joking about that earlier because mm-hmm. none mm-hmm. of us at this table are one. But um, a typical millennial would save $750,000 over their lifetime owning a home rather than renting. Exactly what you're saying. And it's not only the appreciation, but it's the tax benefit. 
and the depreciation and this able to flip from your primary and make that your rental. So you're dead on with that. And $750,000, I mean, it's like almost everybody's a millionaire. They're just a million dollars short. You know? (laughs) So there just has to be a way to get them there. And this seems like a really good way to get there, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Peter, we were talking about the millennials uh, a month or two ago and how, you know, they, they don't put down the roots. They may be transferred and uh, but the the last uh, uh, session of the monthly investors club, we talked a lot about millennials, mm-hmm. uh, and and it's we've kind of been looking at it more closely. They are actually buying a lot of homes. You know that They're report not, was really interesting. Literally. Yeah, it was. it was contrary to what we've been talking about. Right, and. Uh, yeah. All I figured was that the report must be wrong. <laughs> I don't the see report is wrong. Half of my business are millennials. I, I was just and I'm say, getting uh, them off of Facebook yeah. and I'm getting them off of Zillow. Really? Because right. it's a whole different technology now. Right. Yeah. And I have kind of embraced that. So they like this text messaging thing and they like send me it on my mobile app. And if you can do that stuff, this group is they buy everything else. Why not houses? Exactly. Yeah. They they think you're younger than you are. Well, until they meet me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my, my texts, I look like I'm 35. Oh, yeah. You youngsters, I've gotta, I give, I'm done with my fax machine. I'm yeah. moving on. This is Peter Padilla. I'm talking with John Von Nolde. He's a realtor and real estate investment expert at REMAX Professionals. And Lou Carr is with us, too. He's with Summit Funding, the branch manager in charge of doing some great loans there, helping people accomplish their goals by getting a mortgage to buy a home. Lou, if anybody wants to reach you, what's the best way? Hi, this is Lou Carr, Branch Manager at Summit Funding Incorporated in Sparks, Nevada. My office phone number is 775-626-0775. My cell number is 775-771-4505. Our address is 5931 South Los Altos Parkway, Suite 105 in beautiful Sparks, Nevada, 89436. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. And my NMLS number is 258750. My email address is lcarr at summitf. U-N-D-I-N-G dot net. That's LCAR at summitfunding.net. I do loans in California and Nevada, and we are an equal housing lender. This is Lou Carr at Summit Funding, Inc. Call or text 775-771-4505. Thank you very much. Excellent. We'll put your information on our website, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Dot com. That way they can find you easily. We'll be back, too, with more conversation with our other guests and more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this message. This is Alan Zane from Atlas Red Realty. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he actually takes the time to do an interview. Peter Padilla is a longtime friend, mentor, and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. 
Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com, and that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-H-U-L-B-E-R-T.com, or call 775 284 1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Thank you. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. This is Jamie Cook from MC Squared Well Solutions. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he is a phenomenal host, knows his stuff, and I enjoy listening all the time. Peter Padilla is a great host on Real Estate Radio. I enjoyed being on his show. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio, and we're talking with people all across the state of Nevada and beyond because we post our podcasts right after the show. If you've missed any part of the show or you want to share it with a friend, family member, or a loved one, it's easy. Go to NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. You'll see some photos of our previous guests And just by clicking on the photo, it'll take you right to the file, and you can play it there. You can share it. You can download it. It's awesome. All of our programs for the past 10 years, you will find them there, nevadarealestateradio.com. And I'd love to chat with you, too. If you have any questions for me or you have suggestions, give us a call, 775-223-3428, and ask for Peter at Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm having a good time today talking about... Real Estate for Investors with my two in-studio guests. Lou Carr is with us, and Lou is the branch manager of Summit Funding, a great mortgage company serving northern Nevada. But, Lou, in reality, you guys are all across the country, aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think Summit Funding is in about 35 states now. Yeah, so you guys can't hide anymore. We know right where you are. That's correct, and yes. You're, and you're loaning a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. We really uh, – and I'm in the last year – we have been uh, uh, advancing and just escalating our business. It's been phenomenal. We have a great company, great service. Um, we've got a lot of strong loan officers, especially locally here in northern Nevada. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love Summit Funding. I love Summit Funding, too. An awesome company. You guys really care about your clients. Every deal is so different. Every client is so different. Uh, you're not just a number, I know, when you're working with Summit Funding. You've got a big team of professionals. No one's a one-man band anymore in your business. Correct. Yes. Um, uh, you know, if you ask the, the big boss, uh, you'll find out that every department of the company is exponentially larger than they were years ago. You know, you, we have compliance and we have underwriting and mm-hmm. and uh, just all the, the support groups that help us. You know, we bring a loan in and a lot of folks really 
wonder what takes us so long, but there's so many components that go into a mortgage loan. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. And and I've been doing this for a pretty long period of time. And I look at it and go, really? I mean, as an example, I do, you know, a fair number of loans every month, every quarter, every year. If I close 10 loans in a month, they check me, my background for any fraudulent activity 10 times because I'm doing 10 loans for every loan that closes. They check every single individual on every loan. So if somebody messes up after the third loan, they're going to get caught on the fourth if That's they're doing correct. something wrong. Yeah. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the the um, uh, the background nowadays is just it's, it's just exponentially larger than it's ever been. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know there's a lot of new regulations to – uh, to assure the borrowers and clients that you know they're being treated fairly and that there's background check, that it's been looked at three, four, five times. I know when you talk about the big boss, Lou, Mrs. Carr, right? Is that what you're... Uh, yes, that's <laughs> who I was talking about. We, yeah, yes, yes, you're absolutely and right. I can, and you can visit with Mrs. Carr by calling your office. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think she's ringing my back pocket right <laughs> yeah, now, <laughs> probably. John Von Oldie is yes. with us. He's a realtor, Remax professionals. John, the name realtor, it sounds so usual. I mean, there's. I, I know a lot of realtors. Sure. They have nothing. You know, they have no experience, hardly, some of these guys. Some of these people, they're expert realtors in commercial. Some of them are experts in multifamily housing or single-family residence. There are a lot of specialties in your field. There are. Some require specific different licenses. As an example, uh, a property manager would have a different uh, license. It would be in addition to a basic realtor mm-hmm. uh certificate. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as doing any kind of small investment uh, properties, let's say four units or under, um, a licensed residential realtor in the state of Nevada can handle that for you. Mm -hmm. And also, is four your number, Lou, for getting a regular loan also? So that's kind of the magic number, Mm -hmm. is that uh, four would be the number to go to Lou and get a uh, multifamily loan, let's say a fourplex. Right. And four would be the number that you would be dealing with with a residential agent Mm -hmm. to get you into. When you get above that and you start buying shopping centers and things like Mm -hmm. that, then you see people with different designations that are for those different applications. Well, tell us about your business. Uh, do you do some in both sides? Do you f- try to stay on one side of the line there? I do I do definitely stay on one side of the line, and I am definitely staying in that, uh, in that zone of the four units and under mm-hmm. uh, because I find that I could turn more of those over quicker, and also it's way easier to get the financing. True enough. Because yeah. if I'm dealing with just pick a funny number, seven. Well, now it's not four. So now we have to go get real commercial money. Now the appraisal is going to be way, way, way more money. Mm-hmm. And the hoops that that person has to jump through are way bigger than just getting the four. Yeah. So that's kind of where I, I found my niche, and that's kind of where I do my investing also. And so I think I you know, go with what you know, and that's the stuff I know. I like the fact that you're an investor yourself because when you're talking to somebody about – buying their investment property, specifically the first one, it can be a scary thing for the buyer. I mean, they're, they're yeah. going, you know what they're doing? They're going into business. Correct. They're basically opening up a shop. Yes. It's like they're getting a second job. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit easier, though, than getting a second job because you can truly do it at night and on the weekends. And with computer programs and things like that, you can do a pretty proper accounting of your income and your expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many programs available now that I think that a that a first time investor could adequately do their paperwork, and um, and maintain that. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. 
I don't even think you would have to if you only had one as an example. Mm-hmm. I think you could easily do that on your own. Still, you have a little thing, little bit of business action going there, and you have to do certain things to make sure that you're in, in compliance, essentially. Absolutely. And being able to take the full advantage. You know, one of the things that I recommend to all new investors is that they talk to Sherry Hill. Sherry Hill is the CEO of Sage International. She's also known as the Wealth Protection Diva. Oh. Sherry helps people incorporate their business as a first-time investor or a seasoned investor, so that there can be a level of protection in the way that you run your business. I mean, let's face it, we're in a sue-happy society. Oh, boy. So you're much better off if your investment property, your rental property, instead of being in your name personally, it can be in the name of your LLC or in the name of your corporation. Some way to shield that property and make sure that you have that extra level of protection. You put a lot of money into this thing, so why not do it the right way? And I encourage you to call Sherry Hill at Sage International. You can reach Sherry at 775-786-5515. Ask for Sherry Hill, the Wealth Protection Diva. My name is Peter Padilla, and I'm enjoying my conversation with our two in-studio guests, Lou Carr from Summit Funding. He's the branch manager there, putting together some great loans and mortgages for people to be able to buy real estate. Also with us, John Von Noldy. He's a realtor at Carter Gear and Associates. That's a Remax Professionals branch. And let me tell you that you know I mentioned this earlier, John. I love that balloon. Do you actually get to get involved with the Remax hot air balloon when it comes to town? I weigh too much to go in the balloon, but as as an anchor, um, it's a role that I'm proud to take. So, um, yeah, I'll be there this year. You Talk, help him come down. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. No problem with that. Talk about a yeah. bubble, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I'm the great equalizer. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's just awesome. Awesome. So, uh, northern Nevada, all of Nevada, opportunities still exist for investors. What should people be looking for nowadays? Well, I like two different areas of town. Um, It's not to say that there aren't opportunities elsewhere, but we talked about a little bit earlier, stuff up by the university, I think, is a gold mine. Uh Because of the shortage of housing at UNR, why not buy housing near UNR? So that that one is a no-brainer. The other thing is, um, I don't like to harp on the Tesla word too much. We call it the T word around the office, because I think a lot of people use it as a crutch, and it's their first thing to make them sound like they're smart. But... In addition to Tesla at the Reno Tahoe Industrial Park, there's 180 other businesses there. Right. So if I was an investor, I would be looking for something close to Highway 80 because whether Tesla does have 6,000 new employees or not, there's way more than 6,000 new employees amongst those other 180 businesses. Sure. So something near the I-80 corridor, Fernley, East Sparks, um, anything near that, I think, is an awesome place to be thinking about some kind of investing. And that's where I'm looking. So I would say that that would be a good idea. And, you know, if that's something that I'm hitting heavy, mm-hmm. I would think that would be something that others should take a look at also. You know, I love Fernley, and uh, I, I just think it's, it's just so close. You know, I've lived in big cities, Phoenix, Denver, Tucson, driven many times in San Diego, Los Angeles. I mean, if you had to drive the same distance there as you had to drive here to get to Fernley, it'd be about a 20-minute drive. Correct. And, you know, limited, there's hardly any stress driving. In fact, it's kind of nice. It's, you can relax as you look at the river to and from. And if you work somewhere in between, even better. Yes. I think Fernley is going to take off. Great opportunities and prices, too, in Fernley. They're not nearly as high. Are they, Lou? 
Uh, no, I think they're quite a bit lower. And, and uh, you know, I just couldn't help but think, as John was kind of describing the areas that he feels are good investments, it, it's what you were talking about a minute ago, Peter, and that's using a real estate agent who's an actual investor themselves. Oh, yeah. Because that's 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 fundamental. That's that's, that's the guy you want to follow around. Well, exactly. And thank <laughs> you, you for bringing me back on track. <laughs> that's exactly what I was wanting right. to say is that when you're working with somebody who's helping you buy a home or sell a home and they themselves are investors, you have an edge over all the people that are just getting into the business. John, as an investor, you know some of the things that – potential buyers need to look out for if they're buying a particular type of property or in a particular price zone i mean you know when to bring those things up that's what's your job it's your craft and i uh, like that that's my craft it's your craft (laughs) yeah so i didn't know you had a craft i didn't but now i do (laughs) and 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 your craft is in your head so even if it looks like you're doing nothing i know you're working (laughs) yeah yeah you're right and a lot of times it does look like i'm doing nothing (laughs) so you're right I, i must look very busy to you but talk to talk about what it is. What is it about real, being a real estate investor? What is that feeling you get that people want? What is the, what is it that you want as a real estate investor? Well, I think what you want is a future, and I think that if you you know I've had this question. A guy, it's a perfect setup. He says, "Why should I buy in Reno?" And I said, "That's not the question that you should be asking. Why should you invest in Reno? We're not just buying stuff. We're putting together." a game plan to where when you hit 60 or 65, you don't have to rely on this 1200 a month, this 1300 a month that's coming from the government or whatever pension that you have that you can't live on. You had a plan starting when you were much younger to get to this point where now you're able to bring in, you know, pick a number, you know, two to $4,000 a month off of your rentals mm-hmm. to supplement the lower pension and social security that you're going to be getting. Plus, it gives you something to do. You know, I talk to so many guys that are, let's say, in their early 60s and they're retired, Mm -hmm. and I get them going in this investment real estate thing. They love it because they get to, you know, even just going to the dump is a huge joy to somebody that has nothing to do. So they go by the place, they pick up, you know, weeds, and they're busy all day, and they burn off a few calories, and they feel productive, and they go back over to the house, and it looks good, and maybe it raises their rent a little bit. This is a nice hobby. It really is. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see, there's got TV shows about this stuff now where people are fixing up houses, and people actually watch that stuff. So why not be one of those guys? It's fun to do that. Go in and paint a place and stand back and say, hey, I just painted this place. (laughs) Well, and I think it gives people a little bit of control over their own environment, too. Yeah. You know, you've got got some, uh, you know, some ownership you're 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 a boss of what you're doing so yeah. and they that have in the truest sense of the word ownership don't they right yep you know what it is it's enjoying life yeah so you're telling me yeah. that if you buy real estate and become a real estate investor you can like enjoy life you're doing things you like you see things that you create ownership and equity meet new people yeah sounds like a great business Lou. and remember the the old uh uh uh, basic that we talked about you know john mentioned the multi-unit properties two unit three unit four unit mm-hmm. you know if you're if you're young right now and you want to get started at two three four unit place with fha financing mm-hmm. you know three and a half percent down or maybe down payment assistance in two or three years but you're renting out the other units in in that 
that building. So you may not be paying anything for your own rent. Mm-hmm. You've got some quite a few tax advantages. I'm not a tax man, but mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure there's some pretty good tax advantage there. Then when you move on down the road, you could do the same thing again. You could buy another multi-unit or just a, a single-family home, mm-hmm. and that's your empire being built right there. I consider myself a tax expert. I've been paying them for over 40 years. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you've at least bought your way in. Yeah. That's, sure. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You know, when you talk about living for free as an investor, I think millennials should like that. I mean, it's kind of like, like what they do before they leave home. Absolutely. And if they are uprooted and they move on somewhere, they they rent out that last unit that they were occupying. Yeah. That place is in all likelihood going to be supporting itself, right. both both uh, payments, if you have that, plus your your upkeep to the property, vacancy factor, all those things have to be considered. But then wherever they go, they can look to do it again. Yeah, they'll just leave a trail of goodness. That's right. Oh, I like that. (laughs) You know, these guys can't buy anything, though, unless something is for sale. When we come back, I want to talk with John Bonoldi from REMAX Realtors about what we do to motivate sellers. Okay. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is John Sandberg from Wolf Rifkin, Shapiro, Shulman, and Rapkin. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he rides motorcycles, and he's just an all-around fabulous guy. Peter Padilla is Peter Padilla. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. This is John Von Oldie from Remax Professionals. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he's filling in all of Nevada about what's happening in real estate. Peter Padilla is your go-to guy for real estate in Nevada. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio, and I'm Peter Padilla. I'm your host and pleased to be with you today. Enjoy my conversation with my in-studio guests talking about real estate and real estate for investors. That is one of the benefits, you know, of becoming a real estate investor is you meet some outstanding people like-minded people that can help you accomplish your goals. Sometimes you're just one idea or one bit of information away from success. But too many times and too many people, they give up because you really, anything that's worth getting is not going to be real easy. You do have to work at it. Being a real estate investor doesn't just mean having the money and then taking care of business by closing the transaction. You have to do things before and after to make sure that it's done right. One of the things that we recommend anybody 
do before they buy or start shopping for real estate is to get pre-approved for a mortgage. That way you'll know where you are financially. You can check out your credit. You can compare the interest rates and make sure that the opportunity that you think is right is truly right for you. In those cases, I recommend that you talk to Lou Carr. And Lou is the branch manager of Summit Funding. You've got a great team over there, Lou. I know that right now, while you're in the studio with us, your office is still churning out business. Let's hope so. I'm counting on them. Well, you've got a team there. <laughs> I do, yes. And that's one of the transitions we've made in this business over the last probably three to five years. Always recommend people chat with you about getting a mortgage, and I've got your information on our website, Lou, so we'll make sure we connect you guys there. Thank you. Also with us today, John Von Nolde. He is a realtor at Carter Gear and Associates office. It's a REMAX office, REMAX Professionals. I love that REMAX name. That probably... When uh, clients and prospects see that you're at a REMAX office, there's a lot of national recognition. It's probably one of the most popular real estate offices, I would think. It of. is the most popular real estate mm-hmm. office in the world. I'm close. Yeah, you were darn you close. I'm real, yeah. You were within 5%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. So it does have an enormous amount of clout. It really Absolutely, does. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, you can be in, in any country in the world. Um, my father was born in Germany, so I do have a connection to that country still, and I recently referred somebody. Mm. So I found an agent in Munich mm-hmm. that was working a Remax office who could speak both English and German and was able to refer a client to them. Awesome. So it is kind of amazing that this is not just, you know, mom and pop realty. This mm-hmm. is worldwide realty. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty exciting stuff, especially if you want to sell your home. Sell your home with somebody that's got a worldwide presence. I mean, of course, you'd say, well, gosh, I got the Internet. I could just put my house on Craigslist. Mm -hmm. Well, sure, good luck with that. But if you're on a REMAX Worldwide website, that's a big deal. Oh, yeah, and I always think about the hassle factor with work, period. Sure. I mean, you've got to ask yourself, sure, I'm going to earn this much money, but how much hassle is it to do it? I mean, it doesn't matter what you're getting paid. If the hassle factor exceeds the income or the profit, it's not worth it. And who wants to get hassled? Nobody. Look, the prices of their homes appreciate and they see that they're appreciating almost every month. We have a housing shortage going on in northern Nevada, really across the country in many in many areas. The buyers are lined up waiting. It's like a battle to buy a house. It's like going to one of those sales that you see on the Lucy Show where they all go to Macy's on the, the day that uh, there's one big sale and everybody's fighting over the same stuff. It's kind of like that with the housing market now. So if we could encourage more people to sell their homes so that there'd be more inventory that would be great for the buying side but how do you do that and do you do that where are these people supposed to live if they sell their homes well you're absolutely right but if somebody sold their home well i've got one going right now where they're actually selling their tri-level home Mm -hmm. and buying a single level home Mm -hmm. because these people are in their 50s now and by selling the home that they're in they're able to pay off their first mortgage their second mortgage Mm -hmm. lower their interest rate and make their payment the same on the new one. That's pretty good, because now their payment is the same, and it's not going to the second. They've paid off all of that debt, and now they got a nice single-story house to ride out the rest of their storm, right? Because they want to retire in that home. They get the house they want. They get the house they want, one they can, if they have to eventually, 10, 20 years from now, put in a grab bar, put in a ramp, something like that. You can never do that with a two-story, right? I mean, mm-hmm. way easier with a single story, and I find that a lot. And then when the time comes, like my own estate is set up for, when you pass on, then that nice single-story house becomes a rental for your kids or for your wife to make a little money or something, it's a great way to go. 
Yeah, it's better than leaving cash sometimes because the cash can run out. But yes. you're leaving a golden goose that's doing its thing every month, bringing doing in income. Doing its thing every month. Very cool. Very cool. You know, I hear about these uh, different housing trends across the country. I was watching this home uh, builder talking about his new concept of building micro homes. I don't know if you've ever seen the these tiny houses. These are tiny. They're like 100, 125 square feet this whole house now it might be a novelty but who knows it might be something that comes in the future i mean who would have thought twitter would have made it right that's when, correct when you compare yeah. that to you know your facebook you facebook, can write twitter, all, all yeah. and all but twitter's it's, yeah. it's short and it's compact i think but, i'm 125 square feet <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know if i'm going to be able to get one of those tiny houses hey i know uh, my my uh, you'll my, fit in perfectly I what do you mean you yeah. like a glove <laughs> like <laughs> literally yeah. people have closets bigger than that okay yeah. And I know a lot of people that have closets bigger than that, but it got me to thinking about the fact that I wonder if society is looking to downsize a little bit. I mean, do we find a point where the homes are just so big that now people are realizing we don't, nobody really needs homes that big? And also, you know, this population is aging, and we're getting these baby boomers that are now getting into retirement age, and that is certainly a category that yeah. wants to, number one, downsize, and number two, to have a single-story home. You're absolutely right on that. I've done a couple of loans for folks in the last year or so, two, maybe three, where they're through with the RV <laughs> and they're back. buying a new house. Oh, they're coming back <laughs> yeah. the other way. Isn't yes. that funny? Well, at least they've done it. Most people haven't. Yeah, yeah. at least yeah. they did it. Lou, you're right. the expert when it comes to mortgage. One last time, if somebody wants to reach you, best phone number to call. Uh, my cell phone number, and I do pre-approvals at no charge. I do a lot of consultation. Uh, my phone number is 775 771 Four five zero five. Thank you, Peter. I always appreciate being on your show. You bet. Also with us today, John Von Noldy. He's a realtor. Remax Professionals. That's the Carter Gear and Associates office. Hope you've uh, enjoyed being on the show today with us, John. I had a super good time. Thanks. Whoever you're going to call, call somebody because you don't want to hit this by yourself. Go meet with a lender and make sure that lender asks you why are you doing this and how are you planning on accomplishing it. My phone number, 775 225 4997, and I promise I'll answer. And I'm going to put your contact information on our website too, Nevada Real Estate Radio. That way, if anybody wants to reach you, then we'll make it easy for them. Beautiful. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. We are on every week, same time, same station. Tell your friends, your family, your loved ones to tune in too. This is Peter Padilla signing off saying goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.